Yo, what's up, ladies and gentlemen? It's time for another episode of Sipping Tea with Joey and Marie. <laughs> we in this. We're back at it again. And we have lots to talk about because there is an iconic reunion that just happened over the weekend. Yes, sir. Yes, Snoop Dogg brought along two of the most iconic hip-hop artists of all time in a brand new visual that we're going to get into. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Megan the Stallion is possibly hanging up her mic. Not sure why, but we're going to talk about it. Mm. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And not only that, uh, Glee has a docuseries in the works. And uh, I'm not sure if Aaliyah Marie is down with this. Yeah, I got, I got some things to say. Yeah, she's got some <laughs> stuff to get off her chest. You know what I mean? And we also got some new music to offer y'all and a lot more. Plus, movie reviews. Yes, sir. We got a review from... Boom, boom. <laughs> Michael Myers is back, and this time it's the end of the road. And we yes. to the end of the road. <laughs> that song makes me like, I, I feel like the rain needs to happen, and I'm sitting out there with oh, a yeah. boombox just saying, come right? back. Come back. That's the song we were playing at the end of this uh, movie of Halloween ends. Mm-hmm. We're going to get into all of that real quick, uh, but we want to offer you our social media mm-hmm. uh, URLs, which URLs. is, or handles, or whatever, <laughs> Joey Bravo 208. And Aaliyah Marie 208. Follow us anywhere and everywhere, and we're going to be creating uh, very soon a uh, Sip and Tea with Joey and Marie TikTok, because mm-hmm. we got to do that. we got to yes, get on that. Of course. Provide. Know what I'm saying? Provide. Know what I'm saying? Provide. Know what I mean? Know what I mean? So uh, thank you so much for all the brand new um, listeners. Uh, we love y'all. Thank you so much. We're giving you a hug, air hug. Yeah, air hug, air hug, yeah. six feet apart. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know if we, could, we do that anymore, do we? Are I we still, still doing you know, pictures? far away distance. Let's yeah. just take care of each other, you know? Be All safe right. out here. Right. We in this, we in this. Winter <laughs> season's arising. That means flu season, yeah. so. <laughs> and since we're in the middle of spooky season right now, we got to talk about a Halloween because we haven't been doing a lot of spooky things. No, we haven't. And so we were like, let's watch a spooky movie over the weekend. So we got all the family. We got, you know, we did our, our usual thing, our little uh, charcuterie of uh, of sorts of all types of uh, sneaky snacks. snacks. Yep. Sneaky snacks. Yes, I think we got a little bit, uh, you know, we were right on the level of diabetes. Yeah. Because we ate too much sweets. I feel like we go all out for movie like nights. We just really outdo ourselves. I know. Then we're like, oh. And then in the middle, I'm like sitting there next to my brother-in-law. And I'm like, I can't eat. And he goes, want popcorn? I'll take a little some of that. <laughs> so we watched uh, Halloween Ends. What do we think about it? Now, we're not going to give you any... Um, Spoilers, but obviously there is a major spoiler in the title. Mm-hmm. It's called Halloween Ends. Yes, so end re- era. really, it does end. All yeah. right, this time it does end. People are gonna like, nah. Yeah, no, and but you, it does, or yeah. does it though? It's coming from a person mm. who, like, honestly, I tell everyone this movie should have ended two movies ago. Personally, it should have yeah. ended two movies ago. Watching this, what? I was just like messy. Personally, too, it should have ended two movies ago. But that is my opinion because with the two movies ago, he's like down in the basement and it's burning. And I think that just that final shot of like the family seeing him, I thought it was like such a good way to end if they would have ended it. Like, yes, this is a way to end a like a Halloween. Sega of sore and they just continue to add two more. So 
<laughs> yeah, I'm with you. I think that I don't think it really needed a trilogy. No, it did not. I think like, it should have just been a standalone film, and that was it. And I'm it, sorry, but like right the there. last movie, I was over it because I'm like, y'all really. The last movie was garbage. It. Yes, I'm sorry, it, it was, was garbage because like everyone's like in the town taking turns hitting him, and he somehow is alive and kill everyone. I was so angry about it. And then they forced this poor person that's like has uh, mental issues to yes. jump out the window and kill himself, like, and nobody even bats an eye. It was a messy storyline, yeah. and to me, this one was just as messy. Like I said, but I think like going back to two movies ago, it would have been good. Call it quits. I don't think this last one was as messy, so I'm going to play devil's mm-hmm. advocate here. I I don't I liked it. I did. I'm going to go ahead and tell you mm-hmm. I did enjoy it because this is why I enjoyed it because my bar was so low mm-hmm. for the third one after the second one because I really just thought the second one was like what in yeah. the heck was this? And not only that, they bring back Laurie Strobe, right? Well, they, br- they bring back a lot of OG characters from the previous movies yeah, only to kill them off to kill quickly. them off in this one, and yeah. you're just like really this. It was just. And I'm, I'm sure many of y'all have seen the second one, yeah. all right? Yeah, it's been a while. Which was it? It was Halloween Kills, right? Yes. It was the second one. Yeah. And this one's called Halloween Ends. Ends. Okay. So you go, you go from the second one. The first one was, honestly, was really, really good. It was. And that's I thought what, it was That's great. what I'm saying is that the way that ended, mm-hmm. I would have been so content with the whole movie franchise itself mm-hmm. because of that end shot. That end shot just was sick, and I loved the fire, and I loved Michael Myers just making eye contact. Mm-hmm. And then they're like, let's do two more. And I'm like, yeah. what? <laughs> but I gotta what? say though, this this third one, this third one of this trilogy, um, was it gory and bloody? It was yeah. heck of gory, yeah, and it, it was. was wild. And there was a lot of jaw dropping moments. Honestly, even the beginning, the yeah. the first scene, you're oh. like, oh, all of us had our hands over our mouth, yeah, like, no, oh nothing, no way, this is nothing really nothing taken away from how gory and everything was. It's just to me, this the progression of the storyline, it felt a little too messy for me. Okay. It didn't take away the goriness and what a horror film should be like because it was. It was a horror film. That's yeah. what it was. But here's the thing. It's a slasher flick. So yeah. most slasher flicks don't have a really concrete plot line. I mean, obviously, the reason why we, we uh, you know, we judge this Come one on, so I'm much. Come on, I'm sorry, but I know what you did last summer. That's a concrete storyline. Yeah, but the second one was kind of corny. <laughs> and then the third one, I didn't hey, even see that. I was like, yeah, I'm not even watching that. That's why you only look at the first one, okay? <laughs> Use <laughs> well, the so first for pure example. Well, it's the same thing. The, the very first one of this trilogy was really solid. The second one was garbage. And then yeah. the third one, you're just like, okay, okay. I just think I was a little confused yeah, I think what was happening. a lot of these slasher films, it's really, like, a lot of these should just be one films. Personally, it should be a one film thing. On the other hand, one franchise that I think is was really good was Scream. I, think, I know y'all y'all y'all, y'all scream about Scream. Uh, and I scream love is scream. cool, but I don't know if I like it I that much that I'm going to say is the best. Scream. I watch it every year. Slasher franchise. I watch all of them. I think it's one of the, the best storyline plots of the progression of it. Okay, I guess I guess I could kind of go with that because it it is entertaining Although, and, it, and everyone is yeah, entertaining. Full disclosure, I hated Scream number three, and if the Mister Dreamy from it's Grey's with, Anatomy, yeah, it was take, with the cousin or yeah, something I like take that, right? That, well, not that one. That's the fourth one. But oh. I take the third one out of my likes because I didn't like that one. Huh? It was just it, I was like, what is going on? What's happening? Give me some slasher scenes. This is like y'all talking too much. Like mm, I so, see. but with this one, I mean, like highly recommend if you love the horror film aspect of a slasher film watch it but to me I just I did not care too much about it but because I didn't care about the last one either my mentality really didn't change with it well when you know what you need to do Hmm. you need to go in just like I did Mm -hmm. you go in there with the bar set low 
I'm sorry, you, I'm just you, mad go in there with the bar set low, and you're gonna <laughs> enjoy the movie. Unlike uh, over here, uh, Aaliyah Marie, which is really dissecting this to the point of you know, it's not an Oscar movie. Yeah, it's, <laughs> but it, to me, I, it's not that it's an Oscar worthy movie. It's just the fact that Michael Myers. How many times you have to kill a guy to just die? But this is a whole different trilogy. <laughs> like, this is a whole different trilogy. How many times? No, even with this trilogy, how many times you gotta kill this man for him to be back alive? The second one, really, I was just like, you gotta be kidding me. You Ma- gotta be maybe, kidding me. Maybe not only is he like mentally, you know, something wrong with him mentally, but maybe he's got a, a nervous system, something wrong with his nervous system where know. he can't really feel a certain pain. Maybe, you know, you know. never know. You never know. But that's just slasher films itself. It's like, really? You still alive after what just happened? Like you're still gonna somehow magically appear in this next film. I Either don't know. way, yeah. add Halloween ends to your uh, you know spooky season watch because you're definitely gonna want to watch it. Mm-hmm. Now next weekend we're definitely gonna watch uh, the Barbarian because it's already gonna be streaming. Yeah, and I haven't seen it yet, but I heard that one is just nasty and just wild, and I, I, and I gotta watch yeah, it. Yeah, I from what I've been told, it's very very almost like uncomfortable goriness. Um, and so it's like I my stomach I have like a really like. My stomach, I just can't take some of that. Because even watching the Saw films, um, the one with Those Chris are Rock. Rough. They're well, super gory. Yeah, but even watching the Chris Rock one, that one, when we watched it in the very big screen, there was a few times like I really wanted to like vomit because I just yeah. I can't take it. I love that one, Spyro. That oh, one was, it was really good. good. I'm, I'm, hopefully, they make a second They're one. They're supposed to, right? They're supposed to because within that storyline, it was a good way to introduce a second film. I almost feel like they're going to kill off Chris Rock on the second one if they do another one, another Spiral. Even if they do, he outdid himself with that first one. Really good. But Chris Rock was like in his prime time at that time with Fargo 2 as well. So oh, it's I love like I, I loved it and I enjoyed it. But another um, another thing that came out this weekend, which was the season finale, was She-Hulk. And yes. there was a lot of like mixed emotions. And look, look, I'm going to say this. Okay, yeah. I ate my words once, I ate them again, and I'm yeah. going to eat them one more time because I'm going to go all the way back. Yeah. I really was enjoying the show. And I really thought it was funny, and I really took it for the uh, legal comedy that it was. Mm-hmm. Enjoyed it. I really did. I thought it was funny, and I thought it was goofy, and I didn't take it too serious. But I was re- was really upset with the season finale because for those of y'all who have watched season finale, I'm still not gonna uh, you know let out yeah. any any spoilers. But it was done so messy, and so it was just like I don't even know. Let's we don't even know how to end yeah. this show. Let's it just, just very, put this together and slap something. It together. was confusing. Like you, very you're confusing. just confused. Silly. It was you, overly silly. It was yeah. just dumb. Although there is one particular scene that I like respect the way that was written because it confused me a second. Yeah, like the but, beginning was though. But it was just like it definitely was a confusing because even after watching, I'm like, huh? Like it definitely gave me a huh. It this look, happened. Yeah, let me just tell you, it was three quarters of it was 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 um was pretty good. Not yeah. three quarters. Uh, what is it? Well, it was yeah, pro- three quarters. It was yeah. progressing into this high arc of a, this climax yeah. of what's happening. So right the now. last quarter, the last fifteen minutes, or last probably ten minutes of it. Yeah. Just totally messed up everything. No, it's true. So I'm definitely kind of. I, there's a lot of questions for this next upcoming season. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm, I honestly, I'm gonna, I'm not gonna lie. I'll probably no, end up watching it, but I'm just kind of like, no, really, dude? I like, will watch it. But I, what I am saying is, I'm really confused as to how that is going to carry on to that second season because of how this episode ended. True. There's, there's a lot of like holes to me that it's like, okay, how are you gonna bring that back if you were to bring it back? Yeah, it's pretty silly. So, still watch it. I mean, definitely everyone should watch it, but it's not something that. 
like other season finales. I just other don't shorts. think. I think Marvel is losing it. Yeah, I think Marvel They're is losing, losing their, their touch. touch. They're just not. It's just. Oof. You know who's not losing their touch is Snoop Dogg when Snoop it comes to making Dogg. music videos. My boy Snoop. I am strongly impressed on how he executed uh, Crip Your Enthusiasm. Yeah, th- this guy like reinvents himself every like ten just years. Just different ways. Just different ways, and he did something unbelievable. He reunited the icons. Tupac Shakur and mm-hmm. Biggie in one video, a brand new video a with brand him. New video. Yeah. I got emotional. I'm not gonna yeah. lie. Cause it's just to me, like I thought that was like such a good, like almost just a tribute to these people he yeah. did get to know and he was considered as friends. Yeah, he they joined him in the metaverse. Yeah, they joined him in the metaverse. And they're and alive and kicking. It was I so it. cool. The storyline, even in this, is it's definitely Larry David's storyline. Yeah. It's definitely if you don't watch Curb Your Enthusiasm, still watch this video because you're gonna love it. Because you'll love it. But if you have watched the series, you're gonna respect not only Snoop Dogg's creativity, but the way this is executed. Yeah, it's like a dedication to the Mocha Joe uh um uh, storyline. Yes. So with because the spite business. Yeah, the spite business. So <laughs> Mo- Mocha Joe uh, uh, opened up this, uh, you know, this uh, this coffee mocha shop, coffee yeah. shop, and, and uh, I guess he kicked out, he kicks out Larry David because Larry David was just being, you know, being his being usual himself. Self. He just talked crap about the coffee beans that were being used, yeah. so he created his own spite coffee shop yeah, right, right next, next to him and called it Latte Larry's. Yeah, and of course, it was a smart thing to do was to bring Tupac and Biggie yeah. as they did their own spite businesses. Yeah. Like the whole thing was great. I loved it, and even I can only imagine how much money they put even into this music yeah. video because it was so cool. Well, you know, not only that, they have to pay money to the estates, mm-hmm. you know, because even at the end, it, it thanks the estates. But mm-hmm. uh, Tupac and Biggie are both in this video. Obviously, Tupac is in it more. Yeah. So, you know, for those of y'all who are big fans of Tupac, you get to see him do yeah. a lot of the video. And not only they're that. They're getting donuts. Yeah, like, they're getting donuts. It's cool. One of my favorite scenes is they kind of, um, the, in, a, in a way, they're kind of replaying the I Get Around video yes. inside of it. So anyways, get a, if you get a chance, uh, look it up. It's called Cur- Crip Your Enthusiasm. It's the brand new Snoop Dogg video. Mm-hmm. It just dropped yesterday. Yesterday. And it's cool because they, he uses the instrumental of Curvier. Yes, and I love song. that. I honestly love that instrumental. It was a smart thing to do. Yeah. Like, it's a good yeah. music video. Highly recommend watching it. Uh-huh. Like, I really did. I loved it. All right, so I got to tell one story real quick because mm-hmm. I like to tell stories about the back in the old days, you know, old school days. But since it is spooky season and we're talking about, you know, uh, scary stuff and Halloween stuff, I want to talk about um, the worst Halloween costumes mm-hmm. we've ever had to endure. Because I know I've made you guys wear some costumes yeah. when you were kids, but I had to wear stuff when, because uh, we were poor, we didn't have much. Yeah. And grandma, I tell her, hey, I want to be a werewolf. And she would be like, yeah, I'll make you a werewolf. And you know what she did? She bust out her, like, basically caboodle, it was called, like, with, yeah. with full of, you know, like, makeup and this and that. Nice. Like, <laughs> and then she would put makeup all over me and put, like, Honestly, I ended up looking like uh, a cross between um, the vampires from Twilight and a, and a kitty cat. Nice. So I was supposed to be a werewolf, but it looked like I had whiskers. And then I had glittery face because of like the cover up and the, and the, the what is it, the, the stuff for you? Oh, your... yeah, like the glitter. Yeah. Or, yeah. And I looked terrible. And the only thing that I looked, I had like these uh, these uh, slacks and this little uh, like maroon shirt. So I kind of looked like the old school, old school from the 1940s oh, okay. Wolfman, yeah. but with a Twilight. Twilight face, man. Nice. And I was like, Mom, this is supposed to be Fright Night, not Twilight. You know what I mean, girl? But she, I mean, I, I, I love my mom yeah. for, for for trying and stuff, but yeah, man. But give me a trash bag and I'll play something I know. else. <laughs> I, went, I, went, I went to school and my boy. I be a raisin. <laughs> I went to school and my boy's like, oh man, what's up, dude? I was like, what's up? And he's like, are you a werewolf again? I was like, yeah, I'm a werewolf. Uh, <laughs> it's like, that is it. I mean, like, I've always shared this story of 
when we like me my sister and our best friend when we dressed up as zombies and we had to go to one of your like oh that was rough yeah. and it was like so embarrassing um but one like it it turned in the beginning it was embarrassing but and and it was uh, the best thing could ever happen to me was last year when um uh, me and my fiance he was supposed to be nacho libre and i was supposed to be uh you know the encarnacion. Uh, yeah, encarnacion. And so, like, we were gonna do all these things, and we're like, you know what? I'll be like, I'll be the nun. You be Nacho. This is it. Well, then we were getting ready, and he goes, "Why don't you be Nacho? Like, why don't we just like switch like gender roles and Generals, do this yeah. thing?" And I'm like, <laughs> "No, it. like, I don't want to wear. The- I did my makeup really nice. I did my hair. Like, I sleeked it. It looked cool." And he goes, "No, just try it on." And I'm like, "Okay, whatever." And I put the wig on, and I don't know what happened to me, ladies and gentlemen. I turned it to Nacho because I was good. like, "This is it." <laughs> and he got like embarrassed because I was so in it. And and he goes, okay, Leo, like, calm down. And I was like, what you say? Like, do you believe in science? I don't know. Like, and so it was very fun because, like, my daughter, she was mini Nacho. And so there oh, was, like, me so Nacho. Yeah. He was a nun. And it was a good time. But, I mean, growing up, I we've always actually just did costumes we did enjoy. Like, I don't think there was ever a time that I felt like I was forced. I, think I guess I didn't make time, you wear the messed up ones. Because back yeah. in the 80s, they'd make us wear those masks that were, like, that plastic. push into your skin. Yeah, yeah I've worn those. Skin. And they're yeah. uncomfortable. But, like, the only time I could ever think it was embarrassing was when we were zombies. <laughs> because that's when Walking Dead was like a really big deal and back then. you guys then. went to this party that I yeah, did. Yeah, we did a party. Like looking with blood and hair rotted. Like it was just so an embarrassing thing. Other than that, like if people know me personally, I like the old I've gotten, I don't care. I love to embarrass myself. Yeah, I that's like what, that's, that's just who right? I am. So <laughs> you get ready for this year's costume, TBD. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you let us know uh, what kind of uh, terrible costume you had to endure. Get at us anywhere on social media. Joey Bravo 208. Or Leah Marie 208. And we would be happy to talk about those on our next uh, episode. If you man. want me to talk smack about your sister's costume, let me know. I can do it. I Send us some pictures, it. too. We want to see these yeah, pictures, Yeah, so I can man. do it. But on the other hand, this is the one thing that I really, like, me and my sister, personally, we've been talking about nonstop is that Discovery Plus is doing a docuseries of Glee. And so they're Which is doing, basically like a high school musical, right? right? Yes. I never watched it. It's mean, a high I, school I, musical, but, like, more adult. <laughs> Oh. That's what it is. So it's like a teen. It's a teen. I, or like a... <laughs> Not even teen. I'm sorry. But like when I, I started rewatching it, because after I found out that is... Our I just know the songs that they did were terrible. They were like worse than kids' Yeah. <laughs> Hold on, Kay. Listen here, buddy. Because Listen when here, I was buddy. rewatching it, I've been rewatching this past few weeks because I just decided to rewatch Glee. For one, Will Schuster, How Dare You, Sing Gold Digger. Like, I don't know. There was it. many things that he would do rap songs. And I'm like, I, w- I watch it right now. And I'm like... What are you doing? Like you it was were just as bad as uh, what was his name? Like, the little kid that did uh sorry, Miss Jackson. Oh, Maddie B. Maddie B. Yeah, oh Maddie my gosh, B. look that up just so you guys could laugh. Look up Maddie B. Uh, Miss Jackson. Oh yes, my gosh, it is the worst thing but ever. There was just a lot of plot in this show that I'm like, what? That doesn't make sense. And in my high school, that would never happen. We would do this and that. But that's just me being a realistic person. <laughs> uh, but with the Glee docu series, this will have access to pretty much the cast and crew members who will share their first-hand stories of the time that this comedy drama was being filmed um, because this was you know between the year 2009 to 2015 and this will pretty much lift the curtains between the highs and the lows of how this show was made um, because one thing that was always always spread it out throughout the time that this was being filmed was Leah Michelle was like on set bullying people and so a lot so there's of, like a dark side of Glee yeah like there's a the dark, dark side, side and there is a dark side of Glee there's definitely some things that happen with other cast members there's some messed up stuff some that very on that messed show. up things and so like I am really interested in watching this docuseries because I I've always heard the stories watching the show when it was being aired but it was never confirmed 
confirmed or it's anything. It's going to make you feel nostalgic, upset, and sad at the same yeah, time. Yeah, it's, it's definitely going to be very mixed of emotions. Um, one thing is they probably are going to talk about Leah Michelle not being able to read. That's one thing because that's like that's really? another thing that she does not know how to read. That's interesting. Like that's always been a rumor that's spread it around, and I don't know if that's true. Like, so how the heck did she learn her lines? Somebody reading to her? Probably? They probably like told her in her ear, like give her an earpiece, and was like, "Okay, say this line Whoa, right that's here." That's crazy. So who knows? And they haven't like released a date that this will be premiered, but it definitely is going to be interesting for behind the scenes aspect because like I said as long as the show was being filmed there were so many rumors speculating around between cast members that it was like on the show obviously they were like these people that became really good friends and blah 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 but when you do these shows not every cast is going to be one big happy family you know what I mean you can do these shows for decades and some like for example Blackish that whole cast and crew they loved each other to death and you can I definitely that show, show that Bum they that were yeah they could show that they really did care about each other but with the glee aspect there's just a lot of people you can tell they just didn't like each other. each other they just did they're trying to like uh, outshine each other yeah, well that's all it is because it's a singing like a, basically it was a singing, singing competition but I, I remember that when one of the seasons of glee they actually did a glee competition so people can actually compete to get on the new season of glee that's what they really? won was a certain dollar amount and got to join see it was already based on competition yeah. they we're gonna hate and each other so people gonna be doing a be- yeah because the original, co- uh, the original cast couldn't really necessarily be on there anymore just because of the storyline a lot of them went to college or whatever it was so they had to add like a new glee yeah. and i honestly didn't mind the newer glee cast like i thought it was really so good did you take in the new characters with glee <laughs> well i didn't at the time i was actually very mad because i was like, <laughs> like I, I, was yeah, angry. <laughs> I was very angry but the more like i'm wa- i'm rewatching this show i'm like hmm this is very interesting but i will tell you what so it didn't age well it didn't age well okay and like i'm saying going back to will schuster will schuster just hung out with a bunch of teenage kids and sang songs like it was just a weird thing to me but like it's kind of like mr belding on saved by the bell he yeah. was always hanging out with the kids you're I was like hanging out Bruh. and it's just like a weird thing once you're watching like that will never happen like and so i'm very excited for the docuseries but it's also like you said like it is going to be a mix of emotions because of a lot of these things that they're going to touch base on but it's something that i think that for a lot of people who were glee fans they've always wanted to know for sure. Mm-hmm. So we got to talk about this. We finally saw this happen. And I didn't even know that the trailer was out, honestly. Mm-hmm. And we just saw the trailer uh, yesterday. Yes. And uh, it is the brand new trailer for the the, the new House Party reboot. Mm-hmm. And we talked about it on an earlier episode called Sippin' with Kid and Play. So watch that episode because mm-hmm. you'll like it. Listen to it. And uh, But anyways, they did drop the trailer. And honestly, I got to say, I'm happy with it. It looks really funny. Yeah. And I like that they're bringing back some of the OG cast. And I like some of the scenes that the, it's almost like... Like they're trying to bring back the magic of the OG. Yeah, well, even some of the newer cast, I'm like, <gasps> like Gata, for example. Yeah, I, Gata's like, in there Gata from Lil Dicky. my yeah. boy. Like that man, ever since I watched him on Dave, I've just seen the progression of him coming up because he's always been um, Little Dicky's hype man. Like mm-hmm. literally, realistically, he's been his hype man. So to see him to actually progress and actually strive and finally be in mo- more movies, yeah, that's gonna it be makes dope. me happy. And yeah. so, like you said, it was that nostalgic feeling. But with LeBron James, I just, to me, when everyone was talking smack that oh like LeBron James is gonna do this and that I did I like how he's poking fun at himself yeah. in, the, in the movie if you watch the, if you watch the trailer he's poking fun at himself yeah but I do res- I, he is definitely one of those people that respect the nostalgic growing up as a kid so it didn't it didn't occur to me that he was going to like disrespect the house party 
idea and what that was, I I knew he was going to somehow bring that nostalgic but create this new atmosphere to it. Oh yeah, well even in the trailer you see Kid and Play makes mm-hmm. makes a makes, makes a, a little a cameo. Uh, Snoop Dogg is mm-hmm. in there. There's a lot of funny comedians. Even yeah. the scene where they're showing the mom and and the the son, one of the main characters of House Party. I love it because it has that same feel and chemistry of yes. the original with uh, plays or kids' uh, dad. You know yeah. what I mean? And uh, it just looks funny, man. And now that I think about it, as we're talking about this, uh, the guy who plays Little Dicky's manager was on is on there too. Yeah, he is too. That's right. I, sorry, it just occurred to me as we're talking about this. Yeah. Like, where's Little Dicky? Which, by the way, Little Dicky is in love. He got a girlfriend now. Maybe Little Dicky's gonna be in this one too. He better be in it. I know that'd be but cool. But I'm proud for him because I saw him over the weekend. That he's like, I'm Dave. in love. That, what's, what's his real name? Dave something, right? Uh, David something. Yeah, I don't but know. anyways, you got a girl. Yeah. Good for you, Good little Dickie. <laughs> but yeah, House Party is super exciting. If you watched the House Party movies growing up um, during the time when it did come out, like it's going to be super cool. And they actually are premiering in the theaters in December. So. Yeah. So actually, look it up. Look it up right now. A House Party is a brand new trailer. I think you'll enjoy it as much as we did. Mm-hmm. That's for sure. So um, Megan Thee Stallion yes. is uh, going to be hanging up her mic. Is it possible? It, honestly, I don't blame her, and I don't blame blame for her reasoning behind it. So this past weekend, she was on SNL. So not only did she host the show, she also performed. Um, and I always think, like, kudos to the people who do both. Because with the behind-the-scenes at SNL, they have to hurry up and go to the next skits really quickly. The fact that she was going skit to skit, perform skit to skit, like, it's always I super love that. cool I, to I, see I, that. I, that's one of my dreams is to be able yeah, to do something like, like that. Like, it's just super cool. Um, but, like I said, after the end of the show, um, she had performed this song called Anxiety. And Which I, was really good. It was, a really it was good actually song. pretty deep. It was a really deep song. I was really surprised because I'm used to hearing a lot of uh, mm-hmm. Megan Thee Stallion's booty songs and yeah. like you know, which I enjoy, you know. Yeah. But this one had some deep meaning. It had to some it. deep meanings. You to could it. tell it meant a lot to her when oh, she was performing. Oh it. yeah, even if you guys, if you guys haven't watched the performance, watch it because she definitely was very emotional. I'm singing this song for many reasons because there is a part that she's talking about her mom. And in case you guys don't know, her mom passed away like back in 2019. Um, and so she had made an announcement that she just needed to take um, a mental and emotional break from the industry itself. And I don't blame her. I mean, this girl has been through some rough times the past few years. Yeah, and you know what's messed up about a lot of these uh, uh, artists, female, especially female yeah. rap artists, they get uh, put through the ringer. I yes. mean, everybody dissects them and and tears them apart in so many ways. There's so many trolls out there mm-hmm. that are trying to tear them apart. Not only that, but they're trying to pin them against each other, like Megan against Cardi and yeah. Cardi against like Nicki and blah, 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 blah. This. And they're just trying to c- create this commotion and this beef amongst all these uh, these female artists. And and it just kind of it's kind of a bummer for them. I know that that yeah. uh, guys do that a lot, but there's so many more. But, there, but there's <laughs> more more into it for the female, yeah. uh, you know, perspective on that sense too, because it is it is more emotionally damaging for for men in that industry. It's easier to say like, oh, whatever, brush it off, and that's it. But on the women aspect, it's like if you like you said, these these women are getting pinned against each other. It does it mess with them. Personally, even though it's not real, it's the way that it's executing towards the mass media and how that's being portrayed. And so with her, like recently, someone robbed her house and stole over 300K worth of like jewelry, money and everything. And then, I mean, a couple of years ago with the whole Tory Lanez thing and then with her mom passing, like she's been through a lot. She's been through a lot. And so she just needs to take the time to just 
really just be herself again and just kind of get that love back because especially in the music industry you your passion for your music is super super crucial and if you don't have that passion anymore it's really hard to make music again and so with those cases where people do take breaks it is necessary to take that break when you are one of the most iconic artists at the time being yeah. and people rely on a lot on you to be something that it's a lot of work to be sometimes yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah, for sure. And speaking of Megan, we're going to get into this Megan, and not Megan the Stallion. This is Megan the creepy-ass doll. Yeah, Megan the doll to do a little ballerina twist. Oh, hell no. <laughs> we just saw this trailer over the weekend, and let me tell you. I know we've been talking about trailers uh, through the duration of this, but we got to talk mm-hmm. about one more trailer that, to me, is just kind of ridiculous, but also kind of funny, but also intriguing at the it's same time. It's a very time. mixed emotion. Yeah. Like, what do you do? <laughs> There's this, this is trailer called Megan, okay? It's about this little weird... Um, um, AI doll that really honestly looks creepy as heck and looks like one of the Olsen twins. And uh, <laughs> I'm telling you, they must have mirror imaged this little creepy thing compared to her. Like, I already thought the Olsen twin, twins gave me the creeps. Yeah. Now with now this little doll. doll, now I really have the creeps when it comes to the Olsen twins. Well, especially everyone's everyone's seen this trailer. Whether yeah. you've seen it on TikTok, seen it on YouTube, anything, yeah. is you've seen this particular scene of the doll dancing. Yeah, it is just weird, <laughs> man. It's going to give you nightmares. Let me tell you. This is basically... I, the way I seen it was a female version of Chucky, yeah. but in the new era. Yes, and which it was really funny because when they dropped this trailer, Megan, um, the marketing team for Chucky is creating a feud between them now. And so, like, Chucky is tweeting, like, you ain't me, like, this uh, is you, you they, think you, think you all, that. all that, that, like, and you ain't, like, and so there is this feud between the two of them. And that's, like, my favorite part about social media sometimes is that even fake characters such as Chucky and Megan could get, even get into a feud. <laughs> and you're like, yeah, what's going to happen? Because it is. It's definitely a Chucky now in the newer generation. <laughs> yeah. But it's still just as weird. It's actually even more weirder that this is a doll, a computer of robotic doll that just becomes this crazy person. And it looks he, so creepy, it's though. It's a creepy thing. I do want to watch it. I don't it does know if I will watch it. I think I'm going to be scared it. because I like even watching it like over the weekend, I was getting paranoid. Like I thought I was hearing stuff in my hallways <laughs> and I get up because I'm like, girl, if I see that doll throwing her little leg and doing a little ballerina twist, I am gone. I am not living here anymore. It like, is weird. You got, y'all got to look it up. It's called Megan. Uh, the, not Megan the Stallion, yeah, not but Megan. Megan the Stallion, yeah. <laughs> Stallion's taking a break. Megan <laughs> is going to fill in for yeah, a little she's bit. Stepping in, she's <laughs> stepping in. And, and I believe believe she does a little bit of twerking in this video yeah. but anyways she it just it just looks so creepy and i'm serious i'm not even joking when i tell you that she looks literally looks like one of the olsen twins yeah she no truthfully yeah, yeah. I, now that you mention it it's coming <laughs> up in my head and it's terrible but it it's a comparison right yeah. there so it's this this killer ai that uh, befriends this little girl that is uh, you know just recently lost her parent yeah. and so her aunt takes takes care of her but her aunt doesn't really know how to deal with children so she is a, a scientist of sorts mm-hmm. what I'm, from what I understand from the, the preview and she creates this AI um, you know little being right and this thing is so realistic but it takes on its own personality of sorts mm-hmm. and obviously it starts becoming a little bit more attached to the girl than it should yeah. and it's very overprotective well, very, very to the point that Chucky. it's killing yeah, yeah very similar yeah, to Chucky much. because even the origins of Chucky because we watch that film itself you can see it's a little doll who cares about this person but then it comes to an extent of they care too much and they will do anything to protect this person exactly for those of (laughs) y'all who grew up in in uh you know in the in the 
the, you know, the late 80s, early 90s, yeah. or whatever, know what I'm talking about. But there was this little dog called My Buddy. Yes. And My Buddy, honestly, was, I think, is what they got the idea for Chucky. And then My Buddy was so popular that they made this this uh, this doll, the spinoff for the females, and it was called Kid Sister. Yeah. It's like, Kid Sister, Kid Sister. Honestly, just watching those dolls. Like, so this I, is the Kid Sister yeah, version. Yeah, I don't, growing up, I never liked dolls like that. It just naturally freaked me out and made me uncomfortable. And so it's like, it just, uh, I don't know why people people enjoyed having those dolls as kids because I look at them I'm like yeah that especially like the porcelain my, ones yeah, those porcelain ones give me even the, the cabbage mother patch kids freak me out a little bit it's just like I don't know I don't trust dolls I don't no. trust them and because of Chucky I don't trust you hey there's a there's this antique store in the next town over in Buell and mm-hmm. it's I can't remember what an antique store is but they have this whole area basically like a little room mm-hmm. section it's it's the it's the the cabbage patch um, area. So uh, if y'all don't remember, cabbage patch dolls were yep. like the, the biggest rave in the in the in the eighties and whatnot. And they'd have their own birth certificates and whatever. Yeah, like it's a literal kid. <laughs> yeah. So they have all this this whole wall full of cabbage patch dolls, and it is so creepy because along with those dolls, there's also porcelain dolls. Yeah. And porcelain dolls give me the creeps because I think that. Something gets like sucked in, kind of mm-hmm. like uh, what we do in the shadows with that ghost. Just is kind of oh, chilling. Naja. Yeah, Naja's, yeah, Naja's ghost. doll. Yeah, yeah. Naja's yeah. doll is there. And <laughs> whoa, it is so creepy, man. You know, there's a uh, Demi. Uh, Demi Moore had. Um, I don't know if she still has it, but she had a house uh, down this way, about an hour and ten minutes away from here. Yeah, in Bellevue, and she called it her dollhouse. Uh, Demi Moore did, and honestly, that's what it was. Ew. It was a house full of porcelain dolls. Like everywhere you look in there, because I used to spray lawns back in the day, so I was spraying the lawn. Yeah. And one of my buddies thought, "Hey, we're gonna go spray Demi Moore's uh, dollhouse." I'm like, "What? Who?" And Who like, is that? De- like Demi Moore, the actress. She's like, "Yeah, she has a dollhouse." I go. Like like a little house? He goes, no, like an actual house yeah. full of dolls. I was like, you're BSing me, man. I went there, and yeah, sure enough, you look through the windows, there's freaking dolls. Like, I'm starting, I'm getting goosebumps yeah. right now. It's just creepy. And it looks like they're looking, when I was spraying, yeah. like I had this eerie feeling while I was spraying, like I was being watched, and of course I was being watched by all those porcelain dolls. Yeah. And I'm not saying that I saw them moving their eyes, but I'm not saying that I didn't see them move right? their eyes. Right, but you know what I mean? Like, those dolls are weird. Yeah. I mean, dolls like that is weird. And Who if would you do had that? a doll, how dare you? I'm so messed up because back in the <laughs> back in the days they used to make movies like Dolls, uh, Puppet Master, yeah. and stuff like that, where they broke the little face, the little porcelain face, and then it's like this real nasty little lizard. Well, even on like face. Goosebumps, they made yeah. like there was like this book about the porcelain, like or like the puppet doll himself yeah. and stuff. So it's just like those things freak me out. And so with Megan, I don't like it's just it gives me an eerie feeling, yeah. and it's also very weird the way it's portrayed. But. It is, but you know that's why I'm gonna watch it because I like to be creeped out. You know what I mean? Other, other than other than watching Sinister. I, I don't think I'll ever watch Sinister yeah. again. That one is like watching a snuff film and uh, that's not my thing, man. Ooh. Shout out to Ethan Hawke, though, because that man yeah. hold it down. Bro, man. that guy, that guy holds it down in horror films. I like way. Black Phone myself. I yeah. mean, there's some people that don't like Black Phone, but I thought it was really good in the way he it was a portrayed good, like, that crazy murder guy. mystery. Yeah. It was a good murder mystery. That's for sure. So it's time to get you with some new music. Some new music for your ears. Mm-hmm. And this one right here, honestly, I thought this was a pretty genius idea. And you actually shared this with me via TikTok. Mm-hmm. Now, let's tell me a little bit about that. Yeah, so there's a guy named Connor Price. Um, I still think he is very uh, underground artist at the time being. He is making his way up there. Uh, but he's a rapper. And what I really love about this guy is every TikTok he does, he is very. He tries to be unique in a sense. He tries to do different things. And one thing he does is he spins his globe. 
dope. And he, as soon as he stops at something, he tries to find an artist from that country, whatever it is, and makes a song with them. It collaborates. And yeah. collaborates. And so he just did that this week, and he found in Zambia, and oh, it's yeah. in Africa. Um, and he found this artist called, his name is Killa. And so they collab with a song, and it's called Violet. And man, this song itself, that it's dude was pretty fire. good. Like, even the fact that he found this guy, because he did, he did some really good research and tried to find someone for one, obviously was pretty popular too, um, that had obviously a good style because you don't want to collab with just random with people. Ball, yeah, yeah. sometimes. But with Caleb, man, he has got some bars and I did look up some of his music in himself and it's definitely different because obviously it's a different country, but it's cool. Like it's super, super cool. And so Connor Price himself, I definitely think it's a new artist you should be listening to, particularly because of his execution on his raps. But he always does something different. And he even did a collaboration with Idris Alba. They did a song called Courtney Cox. Oh, really? Yeah, they, so they did a song about her. And it was like last year that they did it. And so he does a lot of different things. Idris Alba raps? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I didn't Did you know not that. know that? He nah. raps, he DJs. Like, I didn't know that. Yeah, he DJs and raps. What? Yeah, so he raps a song called Courtney Cox with uh, Connor Price. Oh, I got I to gotta listen to yeah, this. Yeah, it's a good one. And, uh, yeah, definitely. That's another new artist to listen to is Idris Alba, in case you what? didn't know that he rapped music <laughs> and stuff. But super cool artist. Um, and I'm you know, it's definitely him coming up very slowly but surely, but he is going to make waves for sure. All right. And speaking of um, actors who rap, mm-hmm. you knew, you know that Omar Epps rapped? Yeah. He actually has some bars. He has good bars. Yeah, you should look up Omar Epps. <laughs> look up Omar Epp, uh, Epps' uh, song or something. Yeah, old and, song. Yeah. And you'll find it. And dude has that cool like East Coast flavor style. I remember when we saw him... Um, um, doing a, a scene here in Twin Falls. Yeah. There was this terrible movie called Breakfast of Champions that uh, Bruce Willis um, decided to shoot over here. Yeah. So Bruce Willis, uh, Nick Nolte, Barbara Hershey, uh, Omar Epps, he was one of them. And I remember seeing Omar Epps in the in Winco, mm-hmm. um, shopping at Winco. He was renting a movie or something. But anyways, uh, yeah. <laughs> we it was you guys were little, and we were there watching him um, do the scene mm-hmm. with Nick Nolte right across the street. You know that... Um, that uh, car dealership, car dealership right? Yeah. right across the street from uh, what is it, uh, uh, Coldstone? Yeah, yeah. We were standing right there in the grass watching them do this scene, yeah. and I remember it was such a trip, man. To to know that's Omar Epps from Juice, oh, from yeah. all these movies that to we love watching. Yeah, like the Wood. That. That's my jam. The Wood. Yeah. Well, just like Shaquille O'Neal, like he rapped back yeah. in his days too. Yeah, like, but Shaquille O'Neal had some jams though. Yeah. He has a he, he has, has some a bars. Jam. But that's what I'm saying is like there there are some good celebrities that actually execute raps pretty well. Like Unlike my boy uh, uh, Kobe, man. R.I.P., yeah. man. But Kobe's album was not good. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I'm glad it was hidden for a while. Yeah. <laughs> but y'all should check it out. If you haven't seen, heard Kobe Bryant rap, you should listen to it. It's It almost sounds like a like a really a really corny version, if you think it could get even cornier, but yeah. a corny version of Will Smith. Yeah. Like it's like him trying to be Will Smith rapping. You're nice. like, oh, boy. Nice, Bro, nice, no, nice. no, don't do it. Yeah. Don't do it to yourself. Oh, gosh. <laughs> and with the Halloween spirit you guys definitely if you have not listened to the song will smith a nightmare on my street yes that's a good halloween song right there pull that one up right there because i love will smith i don't care yeah. man i'm gonna still back that dude up i'm gonna still watch his but movies nightmare whatever. on elm street song yeah. right there yeah. like a nightmare on my street look yeah. it up there's actually a video of it and because they got sued over that song <laughs> yeah. they they don't have freddy krueger but they have some weird looking guy in there that's kind of like a freddy krueger yeah, but you would get the them. gist of yeah. who it is they're talking about it's such a good song a yeah. nightmare on my street look that one up and speaking of spooky and it's spooky season you gotta get into the scaredy cats podcast yes it's such a fun podcast
podcast they talk about some of the creepiest things man um i know they've talked about the dom the dommer um you know the dommer serial even the kill. mothman prophecies mothman prophecies that just dropped they talked about la llorona yes. uh, they, they just got recently featured on apple's um podcast spotlight yeah for um pretty much bilingual um true crime podcast yeah. and so it's definitely something you guys should listen to especially coming from the hispanic background yeah you're gonna hear stories that you're like oh dude i remember that i remember that <laughs> those are the kind that that our parents would tell us to go to sleep or yeah. something but uh, uh scaredy cats podcast by sway and liz um uh, the, uh, the cats is spelled with a k look it up scaredy cats podcast by sway and liz look it up you're gonna enjoy it trust me if you into the spooky stuff you're gonna love it and not only that um, it's my daughter. It's Liam Marie's sister, yep. and she's amazing. And uh, uh, obviously, sweetest. Yeah, my brother La, you cool too. <laughs> cool too. So there you go. You got some cool stuff there to check out right there, and uh, we love y'all, man. Yeah, you guys have a good weekend. You know, stay with the good vibes. That's what's up. Peace.